Here we are then. That's that fortnight gone, Alex. We're back together again. That's a song. Back together again. We're back together again. Head. There the we go. Bank, the, the band is back together. <laughs> I'd run it if we weren't going to get a copyright strike. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. I mean, we, we, I think we've both been very busy, right? Recently, oh, man. in all sorts of different ways. But uh, no, it's good. The sun is shining. The got, sun is shining, and I was really happy to see you took a diet day off yesterday with your kid, and you went to my old spiritual home. You went to Lords. I saw yeah. you taking pictures with your Samsung, and I thought. That's Lords. It's the first. Yeah. It's the test. It's so awesome. good yeah. out there. Yeah, awesome. I mean, myself and uh, my wife, we used to go there a lot before he was oh, born. Because you yeah, were London, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And we, I, I love the sport. Probably the only Brazilian who actually <laughs> uh, enjoyed I've played for a while even. Um, took so you understand it as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I was, I wasn't as as bad as you know, with my scoreboard in there and you know doing the scoring. But uh, <laughs> I'm very keen, um, and I'm listening to uh, to the match today as well, which is it's been a absolutely great yeah, day for England. Yeah, so. I do kind of feel sorry for, for Ireland. I must say, I mean, they, they're doing yes. their absolute best, but England are at the top of their game, and you know, I, I, mm. yeah, it is a one sided match. But I, if we yeah. bring it back to tech just for a minute. Um, I saw that um, you were taking some pictures with the Samsung as well. You got a, a couple of lovely shots. I mean, you got some yeah. decent shots of the field of that, play. That phone, which is why I've changed, right? That phone, you know, I couldn't really rely on Samsung phones before for everything. Um, and now I can truly do it. I mean, my, my son even recorded a few seconds of me <clears throat> using uh, one of the backpacks that I'm using for, for a review. <laughs> Um, just for the phone, you know, even though I took my professional camera, I, I, did, I didn't need it in the end because, um, yeah, that phone is really good. Oh, you went fully packed then. You took the, the, the big camera as well. As a creator, right, you, every opportunity, <laughs> every, you know, it's on a train journey. You might get bored for a bit. So you're either typing up a script or you're, yep. you know, working on the next video. There's a few shots that you might, sorry, I mean, you're going to London, right? It's, it's an opportunity to take a, a nice shot somewhere. Yeah, well, I, I kind of made that mistake myself because, you know, I went to the podcast show last yeah, wet, yeah. brilliant day. I came away absolutely buzzing. I the saw some of, of your clips, yeah. Oh, man, just the amount of people that you, you know what it's like. I mean, it's like when you and I sit together and talk and, and you, you bounce off of ideas. If you think that times 3,000, it was yeah. about 3,000 a day there. And the place was crammed with creators. Uh, I got to have a quick word. I was going to say, Lomax is, is it a bit the, of a sausage fest? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the days of COVID sort of were literally that... gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you just give me the title again. It was a sausage fest. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I got a quick word with Alison Lomax, the CEO of YouTube uh, UK. Clearly, it's made a big difference to my career, as you can tell. I'm just like flying now. Yeah, for that yeah. she, we're, we're besties. We're besties. Um, she unblocked your channel. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foolish woman. That was her first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Never unblock me. Um, but yes, I took my full camera bag with me as well and didn't use it once because the phone was good enough, uh, you know, because you're, you're close to people on the whole. Mm. And if you just want to get quick video for shorts and so it's it's ready made, isn't it? Yeah. So I did take the full bag with me, like you say, just thinking, oh, there might be a moment I want to sit and edit or something. But it wasn't. It was oh, gosh, a you know, yeah. shoot running gun kind yeah. of thing. But um, brilliant no, day always, there. Always good to be prepared, isn't it? Absolutely was. Yeah. So... So, uh, we've got plenty to talk about this time mm -hmm. around. Oh, and, and my studio is back. I don't know if hey. you can see it behind me. That window there, for those listening, I had scaffolding since October last year. So, 
well over oh, almost a year, right? It's um, yeah, it's finally gone, and I can. And that's see a lovely new panel lights. behind you as well. You got a big LED panel behind you. Yeah, it's a nice telly, just a uh, OLED, yeah, OLED uh, TV. Nice. So, uh, some some videos about that going. Well, actually, looking at your set, you'll see I've made a bit of an effort with mine as well, because I didn't realise until I was at the podcast show. Mm. I didn't know there were two. We know about the content creator economy. Right. I did not know there were two economies that are thriving in this country at the moment: is thumbnail design economy and set design for podcast oh. economy. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> because the aesthetics of the set. So that's why I came back and we said, right, what can I do? I need to get different angles. I need to get different yeah. lights. And I got your these plant eyes. there, and I can yeah, see yeah, some, some more some ambient lighting. Yeah, and I got and they, of course I used to shoot absolutely straight onto those panels, and I realised I was shooting flat. I wasn't giving it any aspect. So. I've, yeah, I was listening to a, he's a, he's a director of photography, completely veering off towards a, but it's interesting mm. for creators, right? Mm, mm, you mm. see, I've got this line here, uh, I'm pointing on my, over my right shoulder. That's the, the, the corner of the room. Right. He said, you know, this, this is a director of photography. For whatever you're doing involving video, always point the camera at the corner. There you go. So the third, you know, the, yeah. the rule of th thirds, right? The, the you third, got that. Yeah. It's yeah. just more interesting. It gives a little bit more depth. It might not look straight all the time, but it's a bit more interesting. No, but it's interesting to look at, exactly. And, you know, I can see that you're set behind. And it's really important, of course, because that's a lot of what they were talking about up there was the integration of video mm. and podcasts and the way how much YouTube are clearly stepping up I their game. The, I saw the little new tab today. Yeah, on yes. podcasts. Yeah. That, that's right. Yeah, they're really... I mean, and they said, if you're making an audio podcast, you've got to make it video as well. Mm. You're losing out if you don't. Spotify now are picking oh, gosh, up on, yeah. you know, I mean, videos. Just, and just listen to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, exactly <laughs> that, like, yeah. And uh, I've come back and subscribed suddenly to so many more podcasts on YouTube. And I sit mm. there, of course, you know, being the little producer that I am thinking, okay, I can pick up that trick and that trick. And um, and and you and I obviously now using Riverside, which is proving a real bonus and had a lovely chat with them as well. But that was the, that was part of the plan of going up there was just to try and suck up as many ideas as I could. I got to yeah. talk to Mackie. that have got a very similar desk to yours. Um, you've got the uh, Procast, haven't you? Roadcaster. Um, oh, yeah, the Roadcaster, yeah. Roadcaster, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mackie brought a desk out very similar to that called the DLZ. Mm -hmm. Doing my best to try and get a copy of the review unit of that to use. Oh, and nice. Sure yeah. Microphones have said they might let me get some review units, oh, hire yeah. microphones. You know, I was, I was just pimping myself out day long. Yeah. But I might um, hide hide my uh, road. <laughs> I mean, this uh, this road arm is so old, but uh, it does the job. But it's, I think um, I've got exactly the same one as me, actually, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly the same arm as me. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you're on a short SM7B, aren't you? That's the SM. Yeah, that was one of my first reviews on the channel. Actually, this this bad boy is covered in dust now. But yeah, it's. Um, so when you stopped doing football shoe great. reviews, you went on to microphone reviews. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then became the success you are. This is uh, my old radio microphone, actually, because um, it just likes my voice. Mm. I've thought about getting a Shure, but yeah. this one just seems to, it's, I don't know if they can wear in, but they yeah. just, it just, I like the sound of it. So for the time being, I'm keeping with my AT2035, I think it is, Audio-Technica, which suits me well. So Awesome. Um, well, we've got... Aussie Dub Dub to talk about in mm -hmm. a little bit. And we'll talk about that it's in next a week. While. It? Yeah, it's yeah. on Monday. And mm. talking about you and I being busy, um, I've just put a video out. I'm still playing with times, and today worked really well into my into my lap, actually, because mm. I'm gonna piss you off by saying I've had a bit of an easy day. Because I know you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like last weekend I was working till 
I think 10 on Friday night and about nine on Saturday trying to get videos done. And today, because the main video this week was in essence, actually a podcast with me and Marcus on the main channel talking mm. about the headset, because he's got so much knowledge and passion. It just seemed an obvious thing to do. Yeah. But it meant I had no editing to do. It was just top and tail upload. So I kind of bought myself a day and I was sitting here today. I was, I was listening to a test match. I was like, this is the life. I, just, <laughs> I could live like this. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and then you suddenly realize, why do I put myself through it every week when I can just do that? But um, yeah. So, and then on Monday, what I've decided to do, we're, Marcus and I are going to watch the event live off mm -hmm. screen as it were and I'm going to record it on Riverside and then the minute it finishes because obviously then we're going to capture his reactions to everything that's going on Yeah, then we're going to talk about it so I'm going to get a video up as soon as I can afterwards as well so yeah I'm going to do something like that as well either yeah. before or after or both because I, I really think it's going to be a massive oh. event uh, well, okay, it could okay, be disappointing but either way uh, it should be given giving something for us to talk about right yeah I mean well, let, let's sort of begin to unpack that now then as we've sort mm. of walked into it. Yeah, yeah I mean, the point, I, I wrote about it this week saying, I can't think of another year when the press room on a Tuesday at two yeah. o'clock our time has been more busy. You suddenly get these, and there is not a chance in hell mm. that Final Cut and Logic would have ever been released purely on press release on oh, any no, year no, but no, this year. There's definitely a reason. That they were clearly yeah. Clear, cleaning the desks, right? So right, we can't we can't fit everything in. So this has to go as a press release. Exactly. Um, and, you know, like, and if you think about it, because when you always look back at Apple, you realize it's a strategy. Now you think back to January when we suddenly got mm. the M2 MacBook Pros dropped, the HomePod, mm. Mac Mini. You realize since January, they've now been clearing the way. Yeah. Nothing happens by mistake with that company, does it? Mm. No, there's always, well, it's always a way to also, you know, to make sure that people have, the next paycheck to be able to buy more stuff, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, because releasing everything at once will mean that, you know, you can either buy one product or the other, not not everything. And so the first question is, and I, I've had different answers on this, when do you think, and we're taking it as a given now, that mm -hmm. the headset, because we're all going to look foolish if suddenly there is no headset. But oh gosh, you'll be... Taking it as a given. Yeah. First up, last up. When do you think they're going to announce it? Uh, it'll be the last thing they talk about. Yeah, I would say they probably leave an hour for it because I think it was going to be probably the, you know, the crown jewel. Mm. But I'd say they will probably start with something, some other updates like Mac updates. Um, but they, they will talk about the headset uh, as the last thing, I'd say. Well, if we, see, I, I thought that and then I wondered if there's so much to talk about, whether it needs to be bumped. It makes sense to be the end, the, the star of the show, but there's so much. I mean, it's a brand new platform. We've got no idea how it's going to work what it's going to involve, what mm. apps are going to be launching with it. It'd be interesting to see when they do decide to bring it up. And when do you, what would your guess be on when you'd actually be able to get your hands on one, late this year or early next? As a consumer, I want it two, two years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, you know, this, is, this is, after all, a, a software conf conference, right? They're not really typically a product um, event. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking they might just say, this is coming, get ready, right? get, get the apps ready for it, um, get the developers working on, on stuff. So, um, you know, realistically it might be next year when we can actually buy mm. one as a consumer. It would be awesome if they already have some apps that you could like just get some Apple software in it that you can use today. And so, right, it's going to be available next week. But <laughs> uh, that, that's, uh, I think, wishful thinking. I, yeah, I, I think it's definitely, I would have thought, going to be a show us and then it will come later. And obviously they've got all the developers there for three or four days after the keynote. 
to yeah. get them on board and begin developing. So the things that we know mm. that are coming is a headset plus all of the operating systems. You normally get 20 minutes on Mac OS alone. Then you've got iOS, which is the big mm. one. Yeah. iPad OS continues to be the quagmire nightmare that it is. I, I have some thoughts on that, but yeah, I, I might okay. video this weekend if I can if I can, if I can upload it. <laughs> uh, it's about the iPad. Uh, so you take um, those days off to go to Lords, don't get a video uploaded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to got to take it easy sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. I do have a lot of thoughts on, on iPad OS in general. Okay, of, of course, you now with the Final Cut, um, yeah. and, and Logic Pro. But yeah, I mean, th- my first reaction when iPad OS seventeen was announced is, you know, here we go again. It's just another you know, leak of paint with, with a bit more, uh, you know, as they call it, uh, ability to, to multitask, but it's never really, I mean, the last two iterations haven't been that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, you know, as a, as a user of something like the Tab SA Ultra from Samsung, for example, I know what a tablet form factor can, can do uh, from a multitasking perspective, from a, you know, that, that link between your tablet and your computer. There's a lot that you can do there, or even you know having decent apps. I mean, LumaFusion didn't really deliver on the on the Samsung platform on, on on the Android platform, which is a shame because they had a whole year to basically say to to Apple, right, you didn't do this. No, we've got on with it. The reality is, Android apps, you know, are not are not better. But when it comes to multitasking, you know, there's a lot more that I can do on, on the Tab S8 Ultra, and therefore my my iPad has been collecting dust. For a lot of for a lot of the work related tasks that I do, um, so when this was announced, you know, I was like, okay, here we go again. Um, you know, it's just another minor update. But they actually surprised me. They, you know, they came up with something that was like, well, okay, they listened. You know, on on the surface, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying in my video. I was like, they listened to the customers. They're right here. You want pro apps? Here's a couple of the top pro apps that we mm-hmm. sell: mm-hmm. Uh, Logic Pro and and Final Cut. Um, but it only took me, I don't know, a couple of hours of using. And I tried, you know, I honestly really tried. I actually went back to Apple. I returned my M2 iPad Pro earlier this year because I was like, well, what's the point of this? Don't need it. Uh, and kept my M1 iPad Pro and that was collecting dust. But, you know, with, with this announcement, I said, okay, you know what? I'll give it another go and I'll, and I'll go for the M2 iPad Pro again. Got that back and, tr- and test it. And, you know, so let's load a timeline in here. Let's put like a one single layer of 4K video. And I'm not changing changing how I work. I said, that's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a creator. I'm just going to do what I normally do on Final Cut for the Mac and see if it mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. And as you can probably guess it, right? I mean, it, it just didn't. Um, I use, you know, I don't cut corners with my footage. You know, I, I don't have the best cameras out there. It's not an 8K camera or even a 6K camera. You know, it's, a, it's a 4K camera. It's a decent camera. It's a good camera. camera. Yeah. So, you know, it's a 10, it can record 10-bit color. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a heavy, heavy files. You know, half an hour of 4K video on this camera, the way I recorded with, you know, the ability to load uh, LUTs in, in the end, you know, it's, it can generate, I don't know, 60 gig, right, for, mm-hmm. for like half an hour uh, of footage. So it's mm-hmm. quite a hefty file. And uh, by the time you add B-roll shots and things like that, you're talking almost half a terabyte of storage. So for them to then say, oh, actually, we're not supporting external storage, <laughs> it's a struggle for me from even you know, before even starting. <laughs> so I'm going to ask a naive question because, you know, yeah. I'm not a big iPad user and I'm not a right. Final Cut user at all. So mm. what do you do about bringing footage in then? How do you get the, the, so, the files onto iPad? Yeah, so you can shoot any footage, you know, including what I do and, and, and transfer it to the iPad you know, mm. via USB or whatever. Um, or one of those card readers that you can have an adapter to. Oh, you know, but of it, course. It is, 
you're talking possibly 40, 60 gigs worth of data. Yeah. yeah. So even even on a one terabyte iPad, which is the one I've got on, on the M1, mm. you know, after a few videos, I'll, I'll be running out of storage, mm. um, which is okay, right? You, you can think, okay, maybe I'll just do one video, one project at a time, and I'll work that way. And I, you know, I could see, uh, and I was trying to, to, to like it, I was trying to make it work. Um, but the reality is you have to use certain type of footage. And I, um, I did realize that if I use lower quality footage, you know, which, you know, arguably I don't need for YouTube, I don't need 4K, 10 bit, you know, to, to, to whatever. It, it can be lower foot, lower res and, you know, different settings so that the files are smaller and I can work with it. And H265, mm. I think. I could be wrong here, but H264. A bit more compressed, isn't it? Or slightly smaller. It's probably what's recommended, right? Because as soon as I put any footage that I use from my camera into the iPad, the whole thing mm -hmm. touches and I can't even do, I couldn't even try the new the new settings like background removal, you know, using the pen for the animations. I just couldn't do it because everything was so stuttery. So for me, as a, my current workflow would have to change drastically for me to use the iPad. So for me, it's like a, a non-starter. Mm. But in my video, I also say, right, you know, if I'm putting my shoes on, on, on the target audience with this, actually, it's a brilliant way for content creators who are starting out to use the iPad, right? So they can record on the iPhone. And yeah. And on the, the iPad there, itself as well. Or the iPad Just, itself, because yeah. it's got a decent 4K camera. Um, so yeah, I can see it working for people who never used Final Cut on the Mac before and people mm -hmm. who are maybe starting out and don't really have a professional camera or even if they've got a professional camera that they're not using, you know, the high-end sort of specs uh, for the footage. Mm. So yeah, I mean, that there's, I'm not and, the target audience, I don't think. I've, so again, yeah, I, things, because I've watched a number of videos, because obviously it really does interest me, really does interest me. Um, and one of the other workflow issues I understand is that you can start a project on the iPad and flick it back to the Mac, but you can't take it from the Mac back over to the iPad. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's exactly another, that was the other major, uh, mm. almost like a, yeah, for me it's a deal breaker. Mm. I would love to, to do one or two things, ideally both, but you know, one, I, I would love to say, for example, I, I don't even need the entire project, but there's a section like a 30 seconds of the project that I want to extract into a uh, kind of an external drive and go work on a cafe, right? Mm -hmm. And just maybe add the pen animations and do some things just on that little bit of foot, on that one clip. Mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to do that interchangeably between the iPad and the Mac. Um, another use case, which is probably a more realistic one and what you know, I was expecting as a consumer is to be able to say, it's five o'clock, I'm going to go home, right? I'm done for today. So close the project on the Mac, export it to a to an external drive and work from a couch mm -hmm. later on, just on some fine tuning, again, using the animations on the pen, using the tablet features, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, the touch stuff and the, and the pen. So, um, yeah, that, that's a major issue for me. You can do that with Logic Pro, which is great. Uh, and Logic Pro, from what I understand, has has a lot more features um, on the iPad than it has, you know, in com in comparison with the Final Cut. So, yeah, it's just a shame, um, you know, because video is one of those things that a lot of people are, be you know, everyone is a content creator these days. It would be awesome to be able to just switch between the two and not just be limited by one way. And uh, transfer. again, I know this is probably more directed towards Logic, but it does pertain to video as well. What happens about plugins? Yeah, so there's a, yeah, I mentioned that as well. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of those, it says soon, right? Coming soon. And 
you know, if you read the fine print, it's actually quite positive. It does it just mention the brand uh, Motion VFX, mm-hmm. which as it happens is the one I use. And use, a yeah. lot of creators use it. I mean, mm-hmm. they are really expensive though. So I would not trust, you know, the soon. And I'll probably, if I can, you know, if you're kind of in this, kind of you're not sure whether to get it or not, I'll say wait until after WWDC when they might announce when soon is. Mm-hmm. And uh, and go based on that, right? Because if soon is a year from now, I'd say, and, and I go and I go by and as a, another great creator who actually edits all his videos. He's got hundreds of thousands of. Um, I don't know if he's got over a hundred, but he's got he's on nine to five Mac now. He works. His name is Fernando. Yeah, uh, yeah Silva. You know Nando, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he exclusively edits on the iPad, and he's been doing that for years. Uh, and he uses Luma Fusion. And yeah, I asked him right straight straight up. And I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. So, so for you, you know, what is it like? And he goes, I'm back on Luma. You know, I tried and it's just, you know. So if if someone who edits on the iPad exclusively, never edited on the Mac before, if it's not good for that person, then, you know, it says it all for me because it's like, okay, if, if you're going back to Luma, then. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have thought the fact, the, the big alarm bell for me ran, rang when I heard that you couldn't, have workflows both going both ways. The very instance you just described was brilliant. Mm. I thought, say that you did want to just do a, you know, a, say because I know you again. I know you shoot a lot of B roll out in yeah. parks and whatever. And let's say you'd been and shot some of that. And you just wanted to edit that bit, quick, knowing yeah. that you can't without having both to be in a desk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It would be awesome. I, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> it's it, like, it, it does yeah. make me smile because everyone, and I know we we all we're, we're whores for. It, we need content. So when Apple release something, we all jump on it. But you know what happens? Everyone jumps up and down saying it's the best thing since sliced bread. And then the dust settles and you realize, uh, actually what I was doing before, yeah. it's not all bad. I was very tempted to do a quick, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. The final list. And I'm glad I didn't because it would have been a, a an impulsive video that I, mm. I'd get shot down very quickly a couple of days later. So I'm glad I took my time and I, well, it's ready now. I've recorded, you know, all, all so, I needed to say. But um, I just think it's it's just a shame, uh, an opportunity missed. There's, is there anything better out there? I'd say yeah, LumaFusion uh, is a good is a good content. Have you dabbled with DaVinci yet or not? Oh uh, yeah, I actually have installed, um, and I use it for specific things, right? So there are, for example, I mean the only use case I could find on 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 DaVinci that I couldn't do on anything else was they've got a fish line removal <laughs> tool, so it's like an automatic thing. So if you if you use a fishing line to hide something in the oh, background right, with yeah, a yeah, green yeah. screen. Yeah. They have a, a brilliant way of doing that um, that no one else does. So mm-hmm. I use it for those, those sort of things. And there was a, I think I did it for an AK export as well. And I used Premiere Pro in the end, but I tried DaVinci as well for that. So yeah, there are specific things that Final Cut don't have, or you'd have to have something, I forgot the name of the product, but there's another subscription that you have to add. Compressor, I think it's called. If you've got Final Cut and Compressor, you might be able to do what DaVinci does or Premiere Pro does, um, you know, in one, in one shot. Because I, I put a video up last week and obviously, clearly it wasn't me comparing Final Cut, DaVinci and mm. Premiere. I was just sort of standing in Premiere's corner saying, look, you yeah. know, Hollywood movies are using it. It's still, no matter what press it's getting at the moment, it's still mm. a really professional, solid product. And I may be lucky that I haven't had glitches, and, but that's by the by. But the one thing, it actually caused quite a lot of conversation, which was, pleasing to see and people kept on coming back to the fact that da vinci is brilliant for coloring and colorists oh yeah yeah definitely. is it that much different yeah i mean the 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 nodes and the way you can 
uh, yeah, add layers and layers of colors. Of course, you can do that physically on on any other <laughs> program, but mm-hmm. DaVinci is more geared uh, towards. I mean, the, the language, the the way it's visual, you know, the way you visualize the the layers of um, color that you add. You know, it's, it's very professional. I mean, it's is what most colorists like. So uh, I might. At some point, I think try grabbing the free version and having a play. I think that could be an interesting video. So oh, yeah, first no, time out the, that's what out I've the got. Cage. Actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think you only get just only certain features that you don't ever need unless you work with a lot of people in a, in a, in a studio. Um, but yeah, yeah if it's just you, I'd say that the the free version is what most people use. Yeah, in DaVinci's on iPad as well, isn't it? I'm not sure actually. I thought, oh, so I wondered if you that used was it announced, on. wasn't it? That was announced. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. Actually, I don't know if anyone. Yeah, that was. Announced, I think Blackmagic uh, said that it is on iPad, um, and I was wondering if you you tried it yet as a comparison. That may be an idea for another video for you. you know. Yeah, no, I dev- I haven't tried that, but I tried Luma. I have Luma, um, mm-hmm. and and I actually edited a couple of videos on Luma. It's just, yeah, I, I I just find it easier on the Mac. But there's a lot you, of people who just use the Luma. I mean, there's there's a few creators I know that. Don't don't use anything else. Just use Luma Fusion. And I know you use a fair amount of audio plugins on your videos as well. With Final Cut, presumably you could import waves and things like that. You're not geared to just AU units, are you? You can import third party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same same as Premiere. Um, but I say the, the the plugins for video, so graphic SFX, um, video effects are easier to use on, on Final Cut out of all of them. Mm-hmm. But um, and and that's that's what I use the most. I mean, that's that I can't lose that, right? Which is why there's another, you know, I can't wait. You know, coming soon for me is not good enough. I need it. I need it now. Because um, I know you and I were chatting this week with our Aussie pal Daniel. Um, he oh, was yeah. talking about the way he records audio, the way we record audio, and so on. And you record your audio baked straight into the video, don't you? Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, there, there will be a couple of videos where I I use a microphone like this, and this isn't. They might not, not be connected to the camera. But these are rare occasions when I'm doing something that is not in my normal sitting here. So if I go like on the sofa and mm-hmm. record a, a segment there, I might record on this, and then transfer the audio and sync the audio later. But for most of my stuff, I try to get the audio. So I've got this um, on my Sony camera. Uh, I'm showing here is an XL X something that basically has two. So that's the mic you use for your A-roll then? Well, not the mic itself. I can take the mic. This is what I took to Lords the other day. But right, um, yeah. But it has two inputs for XLR, so I can have actually two microphones plugged into this. But what I do, I just use one, and I, I use my Sennheiser shot shotgun, most like mm-hmm. XLR into that. Yeah, XLR into this, and that that basically records the the audio. Actually, into I'll tell the, you what would be interesting. If you know what product that is, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, it's called an XL. I'm pretty sure it's called um, XLR adapter. From Sony. That would go on to my yeah. Canon as well, would it? No, this has a Sony only. It has a Sony little hot shoe. It thing. goes on the hot shoe thing, and yeah, it works with Sony. Right. Some of the newer Sony cameras come with this already in the camera, which is awesome. I think is the uh, FX3. I think it is, mm-hmm. which is an awesome camera as well for cinema like. Um, and as we've, got, we've sort of begun to talk cameras a little bit, I saw you were playing with some new filters, weren't you? As well, some NDs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one I've got on this camera right now, which is doing a good job. I think it's not. Mm. Uh, over, no, you got a lovely color. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's. I'm blowing out a little bit the, the window there, but no, this, this is this is great. Um, I was using a similar product that was a little bit bigger, um, and I like that because you can 
you know, without having to switch filters, you can get from N2, ND2 all the way to ND64, I think it was. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that when you push beyond, I don't know, 16, I was getting some X, some black Xs, you know, in the footage, like some vignetting. Um, so yeah, I went to this brand. What's the brand called? And I did. I didn't know did much you about buy these brand, yourself. Or it, yeah, did, yeah, I bought did, it. The, oh, was, this wasn't a sponsor. No, no. I, I, there are a lot of sponsors who who want to send me gear stuff, like for for cameras. But my channel, people, people will watch it. So mm. I'm. It's a shame because right? I'd love to talk about this stuff, and I did mm. um, get some gear early on, um, camera stuff. But it just. Um, doesn't do well on the, on the channel. Well, I've just had an idea. Maybe on our next podcast, we could spend a bit of time talking cameras. It's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's I'm a creative sure, podcast, yeah, you know. And we, we were talking about this on, on the WhatsApp, right? People say, yeah. um, a lot of people say, and I, I've heard this myself um, when I was starting out, well, you know, gear doesn't matter. You just, you just, you know, just need <laughs> an idea and, and, your, and your phone. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Most people saying that. Yeah. Are people on professional cameras and <laughs> studios and Canons and Sony's and rigs, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, no, to, to get kind of, I think Dan, Daniel said this as well, right? It's like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be kind of blocked by not having the right gear. And that, that was my mistake starting. I was like, I was waiting to have the right camera or the right lighting to start. And, you know, you should never do that. You just start with what you've got, but obviously to grow and to improve your content and people notice there's little things right people will notice that you sound better that your lighting is better that your mm. your you know camera footage is better so it does matter oh it does i mean i i made a promise to myself which very quickly got thrown out the window when i started this back in september 21 <laughs> that i wasn't going to buy anything until i was monetized and making money that very quickly <laughs> <laughs> got thrown away. And when I look at the equipment that's around me now, and I'm still fairly it's low. Thousands, you know, I've got, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, this year alone, you know, the, the auto cue and different mics and it, it just goes on Your monitor, on. your computer. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's over 10 grand easily, right? To, yeah, and then there's subscriptions yeah. for effects. You know, I've got two, I use um, Motion Array mm. and uh, Epidemic Sound. So that's another sub that's going out. Filmic so Pro, uh, sorry, right, yeah. well, Filmic Pro, I saw, you know, I know we both have used that in the past. Oh, yeah. um, Riverside is another, you know, it goes on and on. And the camera, when I went from using the bog standard 12 to the 14 Pro, that was one jump. But then I bought the Canon. And no matter what people say that an iPhone looks as good as a DSLR, it just doesn't. No. The minute I started shooting on this Canon, it you just can't looks. Compare, right? it, it does no. a great job. But uh, mm. when you put real glass and, you know, lenses, that's a lot, you know, camera that, yeah, um, digitally is, is going to be very hard to replicate. So what I would say is though, uh, limit, so, so for example, you know, that Canon that you've got, I mm. run out of things to do with it. You know, there were limitations with my uh, creative shots that I was like, okay, I wish I had a camera that could go beyond this. Mm. Um, and that's when I, you know, so I exhausted the gear that I had. Mm. And I think I do a lot, even these days, I do a lot with, with, with what I've got. Uh, and I think that's a great advice. I don't know who, who gave me this advice, but uh, it, it did stick with me earlier on as well to say, right, don't think that because you can buy a better bit of equipment that you should, right? Um, mm. It's an investment at the end of the day. And, you know, of course, if you've got money lying around, why not? But you'd get a lot of knowledge with kind of lower spec gear yeah, that you can then apply later on so that... So if you jump to an expensive camera straight away and you, you may not have learned the basics, you have, yeah, you know, yeah. it's important, I think, to go through the struggles of using Absolutely, cheap gear. Yeah. You know, when I 
pick this camera up from you. I came away saying I've never used one. And, and you gave me some basic running tips, which got me going. But then nothing beats, well, making mistakes, unfortunately, is that old mm. adage. Yeah. Shooting something's absolutely awful, but you don't make that mistake again. Yeah. And this camera is earning its keep day mm. after day after day. And it's also brought a passion for photography. I found I really do enjoy the idea and the concept mm. of photography. And I look in different, at things in different ways now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, this camera, possibly, I will exhaust at some point. I, but I think I'm a long way away from that at the moment. I'm still really happy. When I look at your, you're shooting on a Sony, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, which Sony are you on the A? Uh, it's the A7S III, which is getting on With a bit decent now, glass yeah, on as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what the lens is probably more important than the camera sometimes. Right? Yeah. But, um, so the, the one I'm on right now is a 24mm. It's a 1.4, I think. It went 1.4. So very, That's what I want to get. Very fast yeah. lens. Uh, beautiful. I mean, I, I 90% of my shots, probably 80, but closer to 90, I'd say it's, it's shot on this. And then I've got my big camera uh, set at another angle for, for kind of a different uh, mm. shot for, for mm. A-roll, uh, which is a Tamron glass, which actually I was using that initially for us before I got the 24mm, I was using that Tamron. On they the, get on, really good reviews. Oh yeah, they're Everybody amazing. says they're great lenses. God, awesome value for, for money. I was going to uh, say the value, yeah, because that's going to be the next thing I buy for this will be, oh, I'd like to get a 24, 1.4, that would just mm. give me that little bit of extra depth and so on. Yeah, but I know they're yeah. not cheap, but Tamron, I think, is the way I'll go. Yeah, I mean, they're they're awesome. Um, they're, there's, I mean, it's only when you start to kind of pixel peep and, you know, f in photography, you might see some, you know, aberration and stuff, but you have to look in a way that you have to be really seriously blowing up pictures to like outdoor size, you know. Mm. It, you, won't, you won't notice for, for video for a lot of things. So the, the Tamron 28 to 75, uh, which is the one I've got, is a beautiful, beautiful lens for, for Sony. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you something else that struck me, I think, when I was working a late night, one night last night. And I, I do think you and I are very similar in the fact we make a lot of work for ourselves. We put a lot of edits into mm. our videos yeah. and yes. put a lot of extra time in. And I've been looking around at other creators and I've been amazed at the laziness that seems to be creeping back in. Mm. Now, people just seem to be chunking out videos with, I, it just doesn't, I don't know if that's me because I kind of, I'm not saying I understand the business, but I understand the bits of what goes into it. Mm. And just surely if you're going to put a video out and I sit and look at yours sometimes and it inspires me. And Pete, we had on a few weeks back, you know, I look at people and I think, wow, yeah, I need to up my game. And, you know, it, it, and it's just inspiration when you look at other creators that are really pushing it and trying things on their videos just to make them come alive. Mm. And I think that there's a, there's a, there's a reason, right? I try not to, not to judge too much because I find myself questioning whether, you know, for the video I did this week, because I knew even before I even started the script, I knew that video would tank. I told, I even told the sponsors like, you shouldn't be doing a dedicated video, but you're paying well. And I said this year, I would avoid doing a dedicated Do less, video. Yeah. That was the first one this year. So, it was, you know, mm. it took me six months, but I did one and that was the mm. one. But I knew, I told, I told the sponsors like, I take less money from you. I even said, I'll take less money from you for a sponsor kind of a, 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 a 90 second uh, pre-roll or even like a mid-roll, right? Um, and they're like, no, we want a dedicated video. I was like, okay, fine. So they, but they paid, they paid for it. So if you pay so it as much and then fine. But I, kn I knew that the, the video wouldn't, wouldn't perform. Were they at the back end of that? I don't know what contract you drew up with them. Does that mean they've got rights to use that video now for themselves? No, they asked as well. And I said, if, and if you want to use my video without linking to my YouTube and basically 
have the footage and do whatever you want with it. That's extra. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's going to be extra. And and I will always recommend people to charge extra for that because it's, you know, it's your image and it's not on mm -hmm. YouTube. Therefore, you're not actually going to be benefiting from it, right? They will. They'll be selling stuff and you're not going to get any cut from which is exactly asked the question, even though they knew your video wasn't going to perform well. That, well. I was just wondering why they were so adamant they wanted a fully They just wanted dedicated. a dedicated video and not even to use on the website. You know, it's, they literally just were adamant. They want a dedicated video. So, okay, I'll, I'll do yeah. you know, I'll do a good job. And I did. And I, as I was editing, editing, I was like, like you were saying earlier, it's like, I thought I could just do a very, very quick and dirty here um, because, you know, it doesn't need, no one's going to watch it. There's not a searchable product. It's just crazy, right? I think it got 500 views <laughs> in two uh, days, <laughs> which is like, oh my God. No, I mean, I'm sure you have that feeling as well. That sometimes I'm working late and putting in all those extra hours and I've gone a long way recently with, because one of Premier's strengths is the, is the text-based editing and it yeah. is one of its absolute strengths. But where it falls down for me, I've been doing this asymmetric text of different sizes, shooting different angles. And of course there it doesn't help at mm. all. That's still me free typing text in as I yeah. talk and finding cuts. But you come, you do sometimes get to the point of sitting there thinking, is anybody really going to notice? But I've noticed in my metrics now that the retention is getting better because oh, gotcha. there's something happening yeah. all the way through. There's a visual element happening at some point. Anything you can do, to, I mean, if we all, as creators, we all listen to to Jimmy, right, Mr. Beast, and um, he's, he's, you know, he works for a reason, right? That there is uh, people sometimes viewers ask me, what's going on with all this text, right, <laughs> or this music, you know, whatever. So it's it's, it's an idea to kind of change the monotony mm. of of a, a shot or to you know i don't think my videos are on the verge of being too frantic sometimes and i, and I appreciate that sometimes you just want to like listen to someone and, and and see what their opinions are so i think i overdo it at times but uh, i wouldn't cut it out completely i, I think it's really important to mm. to change it up a little bit and, uh, yeah i could just do the straightforward text coming up you know tech, and that wouldn't take any time at all mm. but it, again it's been there done it everybody's doing it it's not unique it's not interesting in fact is when i was looking at instagram and mm. i think it was actually radio 2 funny enough they had some really nice text in this kind of squares thing all different font yeah. sizes and colors and i was like that looks really good mm. and it's, I'm, i know i know you do the same you look at other content and you think i could translate that into what i'm doing yeah and, but i think if i'm really honest well i think the videos that do the, the best for me are the videos where I really relaxed. I mm. wasn't really bothered about being perfect in what I was reading. Most of the videos I did well, and, and I, I kind of started to see a trend. And, and it's, it's a shame because I'm not natural in front of the camera. I need a script. But I noticed that whenever I veer off towards a free roll and just go off the cuff a little bit, and um, those videos do better. So for me, it's a, it's a way of, you know, I probably don't need all the fancy editing. I mean, it's, it's great to, to change up a little bit. I think I would never mm. remove that. But I think people care more about you just being yourself, uh, <laughs> to, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's the next thing I've probably got to change. I've become too much of a slave to the auto cue, And it's been good. It's a much mm. smoother, quicker delivery. But I think, again, if we're being critical, I'm possibly a little bit too robotic. I had that same criticism of myself on radio as well. I always wanted mm. things to be perfect. Yeah. And then it crosses the line that it's too anodyne. It's too cold. There's not enough personality. And it's yeah. that fine line. Definitely. Yeah. When you start sounding like an article, you need to be, really be, be careful. Right? And, and I, I noticed that when I, when I first started using um, uh, yeah, teleprompters, yeah, it was beautifully written, you know, articles that could go you know, and on medium and stuff and, and be read. 
But mm. when you speak and you use certain language that people go, hey, no one says that, right? Mm. Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen uh, some of your recent videos, but I'll, uh, I'll have a look. But I think leave some, uh, that's what I do now. I leave some gaps, right? I, I do yeah. the text, I read it out loud and change it up again. Before mm. I press record for real, mm. I go through once again, one more time. And I add some gaps where I think, okay, I might in insert a joke here or whatever. And I still free roll. And there's a guy called Hillier somebody. He's, he's the editor for, um, what's the name of that chap? One of the biggest channels on YouTube as well. Logan, Logan Paul or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't watch him, but you know, he's, he's the editor for him. And I think he edited for Mr. Beast as well. Hillier is his name. And... Yeah, he said something recently that was, was, you know, kind of interesting. He said they they would shoot for hours on end, right, for for like a, a, a vlog, and they said you know they remove about eighty percent of the footage, seventy to eighty percent goes in the bin. So we're probably, you know, in a way, not not really making the most of what what we have to say because we're you know sometimes we, we script it and it's like yeah. that, that is the content. Sometimes you know maybe just record more than what we need, and then mm. in the edit make it come to life. In a um, yeah, talking to you actually, that, that's an idea. Just give me maybe the way forward is to almost put one in the bank. So read the script, and then the next take of it, free roll it. Yeah, talk off the cuff while it's still fresh in my head, but just yeah. me not reading. Yeah, and and I, and I love what Casey does as well, and, and I <laughs> can't do it. Right, no one can emulate. I mean, no. I can only you know look and go right. Can I do something that is is going to be as interesting? But he does some really cool stuff for just picking the camera up. And he doesn't care whether the camera is tilted, if he's out of focus, no. the audio could be all over the place. But he makes it interesting by just picking up the camera and taking it somewhere else. And it's just like, why can't, why can't I do that? I, well, I told, <laughs> it wasn't on his channel. It was, it was somebody that was interviewing him. And I told yeah. I saw it on our last podcast. And again, it, it has that way, it, it, because he's such a unique talent, mm. that it looks so sloppy and so easy. It's rough and ready, right? But it's not. Yeah. It's, it's a very practiced, polished art that he's got down. Mm. But his mind is wired on a different plane to most of yeah. us. He can do things. It's a story. And it's always, it's well, all usually, about the story. Yeah. And I mean, hell, you were at Lord's yesterday. It's the same with sportsmen, you know. They mm. make it look easy. Yeah. They're just on a different level, these people, yeah. at what they do. And Casey is an exact example of that. Mm. I mean, McKinnon, I still watch a fair bit of, but I'm actually really enjoying um, uh, Patrick Tommaso at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really into his stuff. Mm. Very passionate about movies. I've even, it's even caused, me and him have had a little bit of banter going back and forth now, actually, because we've got the thing about classic cars as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it, but it's got me to get a DVD player again for the first time in ages and watch more Coen Brothers films <laughs> and things like that. Right. And it, again, this is this community thing that we get with, you know, mm. Twitter still rules, isn't it? You still find people on Twitter and you have great conversations. Oh, gosh, yeah. there. Definitely. Yeah. Every day I'm uh, on there. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah you, you, you get to, yeah, oh, you, talk to other, you other laugh. creators. And yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. That, that has come off big time recently. And you made me laugh when I saw your donor card that went up the other day before WWDC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did make me smile. I thought, yeah, we're all going to be there. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to take much money at WWDC because the headset almost certainly won't be. So, oh, But, you know, according to German, there's so much going out. Like new Macs, uh, M2 Pro, M2 Mac. It's like, okay. Well, okay, yeah. yeah. So these that, are these can, are expensive beasts, right? And, and yeah, if we're so, going to review them, that's a few thousand. Uh, oh easy. yeah. Well, because you haven't got a Mac Studio, have you? No, no, I never got it. Uh, I never got the display either. Um, I I was planning on on getting the the studio, 
because mm-hmm. I had this grand plan that there would be you know a team of people working here in, in this studio. I thought maybe that's that's going to make sense then. But um, no, the M1 Max MacBook Pro has been you know knock on wood an absolute yeah dream to mm-hmm. use. You know has not failed once with me. You know in terms no, of it delivers day in day out. Um, so and long may it last because it was yeah it was nearly five grand wasn't it? it was four yeah at least four thousand four and so. a half mine came into yeah um so yeah i mean with it, if we're looking at the max that's like from what german was saying mm. it looks like m2 ultra is going to be coming out and then yeah. they're saying and apparently it's going into a desktop well it's not going into the imac mm. they just released new versions of the macbook pros earlier this year yeah so it must mean they're putting it in the studio some sort of new new studio yeah um, and then if it's going to the studio, they can't release a Mac Pro, can they? Because that has to be they, running on M2. They must be thinking, what's the point of a Mac Pro now, right? Yeah, they, um, they've got to. Who is that for? Um, when you've I got mean, so much power in the studio and and even yeah, even the MacBooks. I mean, because uh, you said it on our last podcast, actually, about the MacBook Air, the 15 inches coming out. You said you wouldn't be interested if it was M2 and almost certainly looks like it's going to be. It's going to be M2, maybe M2. M2 Pro as well. I Pops, don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Mac- yeah. Um, if the M3 is, because it depends, right? It depends what technology they use. Because if they call M2 Pro, but they're using three nanometer chip, mm. maybe then that's maybe, a much faster maybe chip. that's going to be way faster, right? But mm. it's the same, is it five nanometer at the moment? Yeah. Which in cheap technology, they're quite behind, right? They, they need to be moving on to three nanometers. Because um, otherwise, you know, Windows machines will start, will start getting that and Intel may come back. Have Intel got anything that's kind of chasing on? I'm not sure. I think they're still in the same sort of uh, yeah. integrated um, technology, aren't they? But um, yeah, I, so don't as to I don't know. To what be might actually be up to buy after? Oh, yeah, maybe it's the high-end Macs and maybe the MacBook Air be the only things that are physically up for sale because mm. the rest is going to be up with software updates that will come in the fall. Yeah, I mean, there could be a surprise iPad, um, right? Yeah. So that, that was the other thing I was mentioning in my, uh, right at the end of my video, uh, hopefully I'll upload this. You know, maybe there's something that we're not picking up here. Maybe they release Final Cut and, and Logic and they know it's not going to be good enough for, for the current iPads for using footage like mine. Mm. Maybe they're thinking there's a new media engine on M3 iPad or M, some sort of other M2 iPad Pro. I don't know. But the thing for me is, you know, there's a rumor of 14-inch iPad coming. And I'd say yeah. that that would be great for video editing if if it allows it to use proper footage. So presumably at the moment, which tablet do you use more at the moment than your Samsung tablet or the Yeah, iPad? for 9 to 5 stuff, right? So and mini, office, uh, sometimes I multitask with Dex, uh, which is a Samsung mm. bit of tech. Yeah, that, that's the Tab SA Ultra that lives on my desk. Um, that lives on my desk on... In the evenings, I'd go to the M1 iPad Air, which is uh, weird, right? Because I've got the I've got the, you got the, the souped up Retina, whatever Super Retina Pro, whatever <laughs> uh, M1 iPad Pro, which is it has got an amazing display. Don't use it. I just um, <laughs> it's a shame because you know when it came out, it, yeah, even things that, you know things that they promised. Like um, I remember vividly in 2021, uh, April 2021, I said, oh. It's going to have haptics um, uh, for, for the PS5 controller. You know, that never really happened. I think only one or two games support it now. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just typical um, over-promise and under-delivered on that one. 
So you, you, you mentioned the video that you're hoping to get up this weekend. And what's the actual premise of it? Looking at the iPad as a creator's tool with Final Cut, is that the basic? Or yeah, is it the was, iPad it, as an overall content creator's no, tool? No, it was more about Final Cut itself. So I think, that it, of course, you know, involves the iPad. But I think the video is more towards my, my view of Final Cut Pro as it stands. Um, because, yeah, it, uh, like I said, it's, it's going to be for somebody. And I, and I discuss who I think that that is for, but it's definitely not for creators like like who are used to Final Cut mm-hmm. on the Mac. Because and I even said that on a tweet. So my, that's my my kind of bottom line. I think it's for people who never used Final Cut before. And would I be right in assuming then that the video that we're going to see wasn't edited on the iPad? Yeah, that was the the original idea. I wondered. My first yeah, line, wondered. My, my opening line, which would be right. I, I was going to say. This entire video was edited on the iPad, but I I couldn't even get that far. No. Um, so yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and, and just before we uh, sort of tot off into the Friday night distance, um, just pulling back something on YouTube, and uh, there could be a lot of creators that are just crossing that boundary into monetization. And mm. having just gone that route oh, yeah. myself, it's not actually as straightforward. Drinks on as- you then. <laughs> Absolutely. If you could see my, I think I'm, I, I will name the price here because it's so pitifully low that it's jokeable. <laughs> I think the 25th of this month, I think I'm getting my first payout on YouTube of £73. Oh, nearly three digits. Nearly three nearly digits. Three digits. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the target. That's the target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, people can say, oh, that's 70 quid you didn't have. True. But then equally, if you put that into how many hours, but anyway, you know, it's what I've chosen to do. But it's the root. Also, I've put AdSense on my website now as well. So ads on my website. But trying to get all that to come together and finding the points, because I, I got in touch with YouTube yesterday and said, look, I've got, I don't know, roughly speaking, $20 over the last three months. When, do you have to accrue it in a certain month? And the answers weren't very clear. So is it you have to get to, because target a boundary in the UK is £60, isn't it? Is that in a month or is that accumulative? It, it's in a month. Yeah, so right. it, it will count from the first of the month to the last of the month and then they'll pay you on the following month. So, and it, you know, oh, so it, what you've earned in the month just finished yeah, May, so you'll get first of May for, to the 31st of May, you know, say you made 59 quid, you, you won't get paid. And then, you know, it, it will add up to what you made in June and then in July, the 25th or whatever, yeah. you, you get the payout. Yeah. And they're good as gold are. Once it's up and running, it's all yeah. straightforward. I mean, some of us, you know, in our WhatsApp group, we make a joke all the time that, you know, that it always comes through. Whether it's on 24th, 25th, 26th, you know, it varies. Um, some countries get it earlier and then you panic because, oh my God, I, I haven't got paid yet. But you get, you get paid every month, sometimes and- a day or two. Off, off the usual, yeah. Obviously, what we're talking about here is the AdSense rev purely, nothing to do with sponsors yeah. or anything like that. And have you found there's been a dip? Because presumably there are, well, I know from There was some from me, but I, I attributed that to me just being shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's true, it, I look at how many videos I uploaded in April yeah. in comparison to March. In March, I was absolutely, I killed it. It was like nearly 20 videos and it, it showed in my wow. AdSense. You know, it doesn't matter if the videos did well or not. 20 videos I, in a I, month. I got, yeah, including shorts, right? Shorts, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but the shorts didn't do that well. I mean, but there was a few long, uh, long videos that did really well. And I got almost a million views in a month. So, you know, I got a decent check. Um, mm. In May, so May, sorry, April, I didn't. I uploaded maybe four or five videos and it showed, right? It was like Could, almost half of the, the revenue. But there is also this thing of, I've heard it, the term, add a pop 
ad, ad, you know the word I'm trying to say, ad apocalypse. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you find there are certain times when either the, the general economy of the world is slower, that advertisers are spending less with Google and yeah. that trickles down to your paycheck? Yeah, and, and that goes by niche as well. Some some niches, I mean, tech has been very, very, I mean, you can look at your CPM, right, which is a mm. cost per mille, a cost per thousand. Uh, that, that dips uh, different times of the year. Uh, so yeah, f- usually January, February. This January yeah. actually has been the best in three years for me because there was a lot of Apple uh, releases and, mm. you know, things went crazy. But typically that's when you see, you know, tumbleweed, there's no one advertising and you see the quality advertising is, is lower. I have some thoughts on that because I was, I was watching how my son watches YouTube sometimes and I was kind of just observing how he, how he deals with content. He was watching, he might be the most interesting video that I've seen him watch. Mm. When an ad pops up, he will skip the ad and maybe change, you know, it almost triggers people's brain to go, you need to do something here. And that something might be come off a video and, and search for something else. And I noticed that, you know, 50-50, but a lot of times when, he, when an ad comes up, he will come off the, come off the video completely. Mm. Uh, but I've seen the other side of, you know, some creators absolutely killing it with, with money uh, by adding a lot of even more ads because YouTube will add two or three if you don't do anything, right? Mm. Uh, but they'll go in and physically add more ads in a 10-minute video. They were like, let's, let's put 10 ads in there. I... I I don't have the the balls to do that because um, you can do that manually, can't you? Yeah, you can add, you can yeah. add breaks, uh, and and then advertisers will. So I think if you if you're making a a video that you know is going to get say over a hundred thousand views, mm. because people are really interested in that, and they 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 will they'll bear with the ads, right? They'll skip it, but they will stick with with it. Um, that might be worth um, putting more ads than what YouTube normally do, but I don't know. I, I let YouTube most of the time. I go in back. I go back in there just to make sure that YouTube didn't add the ads in a in a weird place, mm-hmm. and then I just adjust that. But because I add music breaks, you know, they are, they're now using those breaks to play the ads, which said, makes a lot of sense because so the when algorithm I'm, picks up on that. Yeah, yeah, and that's usually when I change subjects anyway. So it's kind of a natural mm-hmm. place to say, okay, have a breather, maybe watch an ad, and then go yeah, back, yeah. and the music's still playing. Then it's the next point. I need to get that as a habit. I need to get an alias account set because I've got. Premium, premium, so I'd never see ads anyway, which mm. doesn't help. I need to actually look at some of my videos. Oh, yeah. First thing I do is and see where the ads have been placed. Yeah. And also, I mean, you can only tell by um, actually, you can use a VPN. I haven't tried this yet, but you can use a VPN and, and then see what other countries as well are seeing, right? Because the quality of the ad will tell me if the video is doing well or not. You know, if someone oh, like the Disney, kind of advertising you're getting. Yeah. It's like sometimes you get Disney advertising, or but sometimes you get like a local farm shop. And it's like, okay, mm. that's, <laughs> that video yeah. is tanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, that's a couple of things I need to, it's always something that we mentioned here that I said, go away thinking about. And, and, you know, that little gem there about, as you say, looking, I've never used, ever used a VPN actually. Yeah. It's, it's more of as a curiosity thing. I don't know if you can, mm. I don't know if you can do much with that information, right? But uh, it tells me it's almost like, almost like a, a comforting fact. Oh yeah, it's, there's a good advert in there then I can chill. Um, of VPNs have you used it to watch Netflix from different reason, regions and things like that yeah yeah yeah. I, I do work with one of them I won't mention yeah. it here because they're not paying <laughs> me right now uh, but uh, yeah no I do use one and um, they're, they're amazing they're, they're, they're really as they promise and it's quite cheap as well so um, but there, there's so many out there 
that do exactly that. So I, I, I watch it. Uh, I use it for watching Brazilian sports as well. Of course, um, yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I don't, then it'll say your your region is not authorized or whatever. Um, and the other Formula thing One as well, if you want to watch Formula One live when you're traveling, but, you know, you want to ah, watch like yeah, Sky yeah. Sports or whatever. It's a yeah. good way of doing it. Yeah. And, and the other uh, threshold that I've now passed is I'm getting quite, I say quite a lot, two or three a week, people, advertisers coming through to me, but all, all of them at the moment, and mm. I know it's doing the rounds because I've seen other creators mentioning it too, are saying, we'll give you the product. Oh, yeah. yeah the, that old chestnut. <laughs> we'll give you, yeah, we'll give you the product and we'll give you um, affiliate links. Oh, yeah. think, well, That's the, the first if, time, if, yeah. Next yeah, time you think if the product shit anyway, I'm not going to get any affiliate clicks off of it because... <laughs> And then they say, and then it's just this little bit about paying. And, and suddenly that's when the conversation just turns to absolute dust. And, yeah. you know, you don't hear from them again. I think if, if it's something times. that you really want, uh, like, for example, um, an electric bike. <laughs> so that's coming. Um, maybe, Shameless. Maybe. Shameless. maybe uh, no, so I'm getting, uh, mate, for over a year, they've been talking to me, you know, there's, there's more than one as well. It's like, okay, you know. One of them even said, I'm sending you, here's, you know, give me your shipping address. That was September last year. Never, never turned out. It's okay. Right. Whatever. So they're, they're back in the game and they're apparently sending me a bike now. Um, but one of them is, is agreeing to pay. So, but yeah, but I think in general, yeah, there's no such a thing. I think we, when we talk to um, um, uh, Mike, uh, is it Michael, Michael Soledad. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was saying this, right? It's, there's no such thing as a free product. Um, no. uh, or free review you know they're giving a product but it's not really payment um, no it's uh, we've yeah. done their hard work for them we've done the audience research we found their their, their demographic they want to reach yeah. and they're expecting all of that work yeah uh, you know I mean it's nice to the point I'm getting people approach me now and I'm, I'm going to stand for I know you and I've had a couple of messages because a couple of times I've got in touch with you and said you know where do you think I should pitch it yeah da, da, da. But I'm going to stand firm. You know, yes, I'll be, have a, have bit a standard, so. and that's what I did, right? Mm. Have a standard response because sometimes you might you might be flustered by the fact that you got that, that email and and be tempted to respond and say, "Yeah, I love it." Mm. Uh, I'd I'd say have a professional standard template, you know, and I'm, I can share. Maybe you can share that in the in the notes as well mm. that that I use and and I share that with a lot of creators on that Twitter. Really useful. Yeah, so yeah. I can I DM you and, and the, I, I share that with people on Twitter. Because it's just like, yeah, for this type of video, like an integration, I'll charge this. For a dedicated video, if you do those, I charge this. And that way is like a black and white. And if they respond and say, okay, we, we don't have a budget for this or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe just ask straight away, right? Do you have mm. a budget for this? Um, and I did that this week. It was almost like I knew, you know, it was a TV company, a fairly reasonable brand. And I said, this not is the one never, behind you. This, no, it's not the one behind me. I mean, I wish it was because that was that was. A, what size is that? That's huge, isn't that's it? That's a sixty-five. So not the biggest, but um, it's decent for this for this space. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, we're launching a new telly, and we want you to uh, to, to work with us." I said, oh, "Here we go. It's, it's never going to work." So I just responded one liner. I was in the toilet actually at the time, so I was like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's "Just what you do." I just bought a brand email, um, and I said. One liner gave him a price that was completely out of what I normally charge anyway. He said, "This is going to be a, you know, see you later. Never going to work." They came back straight away. Said, "Yeah, no, <laughs> here's the contract." It's like, oh, brilliant. So um, have, have something like yeah. have have your rates. Don't waste a lot of time. You know, just get that exactly. as your first response. Say, right, do you have a budget? Here's my rate, 
and, and go from there. Yeah, that's, that in every instance, I've gone in at a certain rate to everybody that asks. And I said, look, there might be a little bit of room for manoeuvre, but I'm not suddenly going to be doing it A for nothing. And there was one product this week that I was kind of, t- it was a, a flip out 4K screen that you could put to one side of your MacBook Pro. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it, I thought, um, yeah, it's not a bad product. I wouldn't mind it. But again, I didn't want to lower my bar by accepting that product for free and doing the, and they wanted a, a full video. This wasn't oh gosh, a, a, a dedicated role. video. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be yeah. tricky right with those, but I've done those. Um, and, and like I said, you know, if it's something that you're going to actually legitimately use and you want to have, hmm. it, it, it could, it could be worth it. Right. But, um, if it's just something that you, you're not going to use it, your audience will see through it anyway, right? That you're not really interested in that product and you know, no one wins. Whether it's a, it's a paid 90 second integration, you can make the content relate to your audience, you know, and the product will get, you know, the, the, the sponsor will get more eyeballs. So I think in that situation, everyone wins. And mm. I've got a few of those that it's like, why can't all of them just, just see the value of doing this? You get lots of people clicking through as well. You can see if you use something like Genius Links, you can see how many people are clicking through the ads and I get to a them. lot yeah. more clicks when it's an integration versus mm. a dedicated video. Dedicated, yeah. Got 20 clicks on my dedicated video yesterday. So it's like, <laughs> that's not, you know, no I, one, I no one bought it either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think really we've covered everything we need to on this one. Uh, next time we have a, a podcast, that will be after we've seen it. We'll know what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, we'll either be really look- happy and amazed or we'll be yep. pissed off. I mean, we we'll so. both will have had videos out by then, I know, because we're just whores and we will have definitely pimped it out for all we yes, can. Yeah, I'm um, not looking forward to the next few weeks, I have to say, with all these products. Not, not just from a financial perspective, but the timing, right? I, I just, I can see late hours in our future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's happening, I know. Cause, I mean, this is the first cycle, although I was involved in it last year at this time, I was even wetter behind years. Yeah, It's all a little bit more professional now. And so... Yeah, scheduling and looking at what's coming up and trying to, and that's why I was happy today actually getting that video out. Oh gosh, just at the plan, right time. Plan the shit out of everything because yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, just you're just gonna get run over by content ideas and go, oh my gosh, what do I do? Yeah, um, yeah. Cool, man. Okay, well, nice one. that's that one. Yes. Uh, we'll be back together again in a couple of weeks' time, and we'll put a link to that mic uh, adapter that Alex was talking about in the show notes, and also that. If you oh, don't mind putting that document in there, that contract. Yeah, no, I've got I've got a couple of templates I can share. Great. Um, yep. As a Google Docs link or whatever. Perfect. Yep. We'll uh, put that in the notes as well. And uh, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy WWDC, my mate. Yeah. Uh, I dare say we'll be uh, telegraphing one another like furious next week. Yeah, I might even do like a, an extraordinary ed- edition. We, we don't know. Let's, let's see, let's see what happens, tell? right? Who can tell where our creative juices lead us? Yeah. All right. right. It's Friday night. It's time for wine. Have a good one. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers mate. Bye. See you. Bye-bye.